My entitled mother steals my make-a-wish moment by forcing me to do what she wants instead of what I want. And to this day, I'm still upset with her about what she did. Here's what happened. So today, I am 13 years in remission from cancer. I had a very aggressive type with less than 20% chance of survival for the first five years. As I was 16, I qualified for make-a-wish. I'd played around with a bunch of potential ideas, as well as some destination vacations, meeting my favorite band, getting electronics, All kinds of things were on the table. Once the idea of traveling somewhere warm came up, my entitled mother was convinced that was what was going to happen for my wish. The discussion of Barbados came up, so that's what she set her mind to. However, I was still on the fence, and after discussing it with my correspondent at Make-A-Wish, I wanted to meet my favorite band instead of going to Barbados. We would not have been able to go to the Caribbean for the trip simply because of the costs, but we still could have gone somewhere warm and out of the country. For context, we live in northern Canada, and the winter times are still very, very cold. There was talks of Florida, California, or even Hawaii as a destination to meet them at. I even wrote a letter directly to this band, explaining how listening to them helped me through my treatments, explaining how one song in particular was really special to me, and my correspondent had mailed it out to the managers, and they were going to begin preparations for the band to get time scheduled for the wish. When I told my mom what I wanted and the plans to meet the band, she went nuts. She went off about how she deserved this trip as much as I do because she was there for me the entire time and that if I wanted to do anything besides going to Barbados, I could find another adult to supervise the trip because neither her nor my stepdad would be joining me. All because it wasn't what she wanted. She then told me to pack my bags and that I would be staying at my dad's place until I came to my senses and told my Make-A-Wish correspondent that we were going to Barbados. So as a result, I spent over a month at my dad's house. Meanwhile, the correspondent was trying to convince me to go through with what I really wanted all during this time period when I'm forced to live with my dad. But as a teenager, I eventually caved and I let my mom have what she wanted. Now, my parents did make a compromise with me at the time and told me that they would drive me to their concert in Toronto if I had paid for the entire trip. And foolish 17-year-old me thought it was a great idea. I get to see the band in concert and my parents get to be happy in the end with their trip. When it came time to see this band in concert it cost a lot of money. My parents complained the entire time but you know what at least I got to see them in concert. On the occasional time where the conversation of the trip to Barbados comes up my mom likes to paint herself as the victim after all these years. She would say stuff like could you imagine if you'd gone through with it and we'd missed out on going to Barbados you would have gone with somebody else and left us behind. I would have never forgiven you if you'd done that. To this day, I am still a huge fan of that band. They were on a hiatus for a while, but came back and this whole situation really stuck in my mind. Especially when I see them performing on shows and their two tours they've done post-hiatus. Yes, I saw them in concert and it was a great time. But I could have physically met them and gone to the concert through Make-A-Wish while traveling to another country. All without having to pay out of pocket for the experience. And this is all because my mom felt entitled to making my wish about her rather than the actual recipient of it. I understand that she didn't care to meet the band herself, but there could have been many opportunities available aside from just doing that. I nearly didn't make it during treatments. It should have never been a question of whether or not we're going to do what I want for my wish, especially with the extremely high chance that my cancer could come back. The mom in this story is unbelievably toxic and just cruel. The future of their child is literally on the line and she can only think about going to Barbados 
Barbados for some kind of vacation. And this is all in spite of their kid. I mean, how could you do that to somebody? I'm actually baffled by this story. The fact that she hijacked your make-a-wish situation is all the evidence you would ever need to know that this lady is a terrible person. She prioritized her own happiness and what she wanted over what her kid absolutely deserved. The original poster's days were numbered. They very easily could have passed away from this, but the mom was only thinking about herself. Absolutely disgusting. I truly hope that the original poster has distanced themselves from this mom because she's absolutely crazy and there's no way I would ever want anyone like that in my life ever again, especially if they hijacked my make-a-wish moment. Leave a comment down below. What would you do if you were in this situation? Would you have gone through with your plans to see your favorite band and get to meet them in person? Or would you have given in to your mom's weird demands to go to Barbados? Let us know down below. An entitled customer demands that we break the law just for him, even though my supervisor stepped in and told him no. A few years ago, I was working a late shift at another store. I was supposed to leave at 9, but was asked if I could manage to stay till 10. I wasn't happy about the last minute change, but I lived really close by, so it was no skin off my nose. I just texted my sibling that I was staying till 10, and that was that. Inside the store, it was pretty slow, and I was very tired, but we did have a few last minute stragglers around 9.30 coming in for some drinks or whatever. I was about to close my lane when my co-worker who was closing asked me to hang on for just a minute while they ran to the bathroom, which is no problem. I took a few more quick beer runners in about three minutes and finished checking out the last guy just before the announcement played at 10 o'clock that no more beer could be sold for that night. I was again about to close my register when my co-worker came back. I had shut my light off and was finishing my cleanup as the entitled customer of this story strolled right up to my register with a case of beer and a few other items. And once he showed up, I just knew it was going to be problems. I looked at the beer and I said to him, I'm sorry, sir, but I can't sell you the beer. This guy looked up at me and he did not look happy. He said, why not? I told him that it's 10 o'clock PM and I wasn't allowed to. Then he literally lifted up his wrist and pointed at his analog watch. And according to his watch, it's not quite 10 o'clock yet. I still repeated myself and said, I'm sorry, but I legally cannot sell it to you. It's against the law and my system won't let me do it. The supervisor who was there for closing that night came up to help me at this point because they already knew I was supposed to be punching out by now. So the supervisor stepped in and said, sir, what's the problem? The entitled customer started complaining. I want my beer and they won't give it to me. My watch says it's 9.58, so give me my beer. Thankfully, my supervisor had a backbone because they said, sorry, sir, it doesn't work that way. I'll be happy to check out the rest of your items, but we can't sell you beer at this time. The customer kept arguing with him for a bit, and by the time I was clocked out and heading out the door, he was already gone. I found out from the supervisor the next day that the entitled customer refused to buy anything from us, as he claimed that we were just a bunch of scam artists, and that he was going to take his business to the convenience store across the street. So in protest for being a few minutes too late to legally purchase alcohol, he went to that store that charged him way more than our store would have. Instead of dropping maybe less than 10 bucks for a late night run, he spent at least $20. But at the end of the day, I guess you really can't fix stupid. But hopefully he'll be able to fix the time on his discount watch he probably got from the dollar store. So I looked into this and apparently according to the original poster, they didn't do this for some kind of power trip. They weren't just being stubborn or weird or anything. In their system itself, a notification will pop up rejecting the sale if you're trying to sell alcohol past 10 o'clock. They literally would not have been able to even sell it to them if they wanted to. And apparently it's the law. You can't sell alcohol past 10 where they live. And if the original post 
closer and the supervisor did break this law, they would be in a lot of trouble. So I don't blame them for saying, you know what, it's not worth risking it. Sure, they probably could have taken a cash payment of some kind, but then when that gets accounted for during some kind of audit or some kind of accounting system, you're going to be in deep trouble. And that's not going to be good for you or anybody else's job. I'm a firm believer that you know what, the customer is not right sometimes. Sometimes they're just blatantly wrong. And after spending most of my life in customer service, I would say that very rarely is the customer right. Most times they're just a bunch of idiots. And the entitled customer in this story definitely fits the bill. I have just cheated on my girlfriend and I'm not sure what to do now. I'm a 23-year-old male and my girlfriend and I have been together for five years and we met each other through her best friend. I met my girlfriend through a mutual friend who I play in a band with. It's complicated because at the time I had a crush on her and I didn't get with my now girlfriend initially for the right reasons. At the time, it was more to make my crush jealous, but eventually I grew out of that and we actually built a really good relationship. A couple of years ago, I got a really nice house and we live together now and I've been thinking about having kids and raising a family. The problem is, is my relationship with her friend has grown closer over time and I've realized I never really stopped wanting to be with her. I love my girlfriend, but I am very torn. My girlfriend went to Australia last Friday to go and see her parents and she won't be back for another week. Meanwhile, me and her friend were playing and she said that she felt tired after the show. She lives a lot further away from the venue than I do, so I told her she could come and stay over at my place for the night. Anyway, as one can imagine, we kissed and then one thing led to another. I won't pretend I didn't have the possibility in mind when I invited her over and I think she had the same intention too. And with that, we spent some quality time together and yes, it was a mistake. We both decided in the morning after we shouldn't have done that and agreed we won't ever do that again. I shouldn't have betrayed my girlfriend, especially when we're planning for kids. And trust me, I feel sick about that. I have mixed emotions right now because I love my girlfriend, but I can't pretend I don't love her friend as well. After all, we were close friends even way before I met my girlfriend. I don't know what to do exactly. I'm glad she agrees we shouldn't have done it, but I'm worried something like that could happen again. What should I do? The original poster in this story, in my opinion, is a massive jerk. You have essentially destroyed your relationship. All five of those years are now meaningless because you cheated on your girlfriend. And when she finds out, she's now not only going to have no boyfriend, but also her best friend is going to be gone as well. You have ruined her life in so many ways. She was planning on marrying you and having kids, but you've now just thrown that to the wayside. You basically said, nah, I don't know what I want. I'm torn between two different women. You don't actually care about your girlfriend in my opinion, but you instead betrayed her trust. And that's just not okay. She deserves way better than you. So when you ask the question, what should I do? You should be breaking up with your girlfriend and apologizing profusely. You need to explain to her exactly what happened in vivid detail, just so she can know not to go after someone like you ever again. Tell her what happened, break up with her, let her go through the grieving process, and allow her to move on from you. The original poster even went on to say that if they're brutally honest, they want to be with her friend, and that he would even break up with his girlfriend to be with her, which is just so toxic and disgusting. So hopefully you do the right thing. And honestly, I hope it was worth ruining your relationship because that's exactly what you just did. I ruined my wedding by uninviting my groomsmen and now I'm not sure what to do. Two weeks ago, I had my bachelor's party. I was very hesitant about having one in the first place, mainly because I don't like the connotation and expectations that surround this type of party. My best man and all my groomsmen knew this. We've known each other for a long time, ever since childhood, so we're all super close. Before I met my fiance, I was not a good person. I can readily admit that. I would manipulate and use women in all kinds of ways all the time and I thought it was cool and fun 
one. And this all stemmed from unresolved trauma from my childhood. But that's no good excuse. When I graduated from college, I started taking care of myself, physically, emotionally, and most importantly, mentally. I was able to afford therapy and really worked hard on myself to change and become a better man. My best man knew about this and has followed my journey and has been generally very supportive. He too has started to see how toxic our behavior was and is basically more or less on the same path to becoming a better person as I am. Our other friends are not so much on that path, but it's not something that affects our friendship and they are much better with their behavior in comparison to when we were younger. I met my fiance shortly after the changes I made. My fiance really helped me heal from my trauma and has embraced me with all of my flaws. I feel so loved and cared for and she's the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. Not to mention that her family has welcomed me since day one. I've even opened up to her about everything. She knows about my past and she's well aware of my friend group and how they are. She ended up actually encouraging me to have a bachelor party. Also, I wouldn't miss out on this once in a lifetime experience. So we went ahead and had the bachelor's party, but I told the boys ahead of time that I didn't want anything nefarious to be going on during this party, if you know what I mean. They agreed and understood where I was coming from. So we all went to a hotel with a casino and gambled for most of the afternoon. In the evening, we went back to our room and drank some more. And by the time it was 8 to 9 o'clock p.m., I was completely wasted. And this is where things took a turn for the worse. My groomsmen were talking to a group of girls when we were gambling in the afternoon who were also doing a bachelorette party. They invited them to our room and they showed up at 9 o'clock. So when they showed up, things got crazy. We all went to a club, at which point I pretty much blacked out. I remember telling my best man to take me back and that I didn't feel good about being this drunk at a club. But instead of helping me, he sort of just shrugged at me and laughed it off. Next thing I remember is coming in and out of consciousness while one of the bridesmaids is in our hotel room. I tried to push her away but kept blacking out. When I woke up the next morning, I was back in our hotel room. I thought I had a terrible nightmare, but I slowly started remembering everything. I began to have a panic attack. I woke everyone up and I tried to find out what happened. My groomsmen were being very dismissive and not taking it seriously, but I pressed until one of them admitted that they thought it would be funny to convince one of the bridesmaids to take me back to her room and give me one more night of fun before I became trapped in my marriage. And at this point, I completely lost it and I freaked out. I left without them and I've been staying with my cousin until I figure out what to do next. I called my fiance and I told her I need to postpone the wedding and that I need time to think. The boys and my fiance have been blowing up my phone at this point and I've only been responding to my fiance and reassuring her that it's not her. It's something with me. I sent one text one week later to my boys group chat telling them that they are all uninvited. I obviously told my fiance about this but didn't explain why. She, her family and all the relatives of my friends have been calling me a complete jerk and blowing up my phone nonstop about the issue. The only people that know what happened are me, the boys, and my cousin. I don't have any other family, and my best man said he had no idea what they were up to and feels like garbage for not being there to stop it and protect me. I feel so lost. I haven't slept for days. I can't eat. I can't think. I can't even breathe. I can't even look my fiance in the face. I keep making excuses about why I'm staying with my cousin, with my only explanation being that I'm working through something. I feel sick every time I text her because I cheated, even though I didn't want it. It feels like I regressed with all of my history. I can't trust myself anymore, and I don't know how to explain this to my fiance. What should I do? First off, I don't think you're in the wrong here. You are clearly in a state of vulnerability, and your friends are absolute pieces of garbage. You said no. You said you did not 
want to be around this lady, but she kept pursuing you and did not let up. And that's not okay. Nor is that your fault. You are in a vulnerable state and it's just not fair. So I think you need to explain all of that to your fiance sooner than later. And as for uninviting all of your friends to the wedding, I don't blame you. They completely disregarded your boundaries and everything you said related towards your bachelor's party. You didn't want anything nefarious going on, if you know what I mean. And for something like that to be encouraged all because they think it's a joke is just not okay. And let me make it very clear. You did not cheat. You were instead absolutely assaulted. This is not your fault. You need to understand that. And I'm sure your fiance is going to see that as well. She deserves to know above anyone else why you want to postpone the wedding. And I can bet that she's going to be on your side when it comes to grieving this situation. I personally would not worry about what anyone else has to say because you know what? It's not their wedding. This is your wedding and you want to do this correctly and you want the right people there to support you. And every single one of those groomsmen, in my opinion, have no place at your wedding. My boyfriend's best friend just told me that he has a crush on me and now I don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been together for about a year. Last night, we were all hanging out drinking. It was my boyfriend and I as well as five or six of his friends. I get along great with my boyfriend's friends and we probably hang out as a group once every other week, sometimes once a week altogether. Anyways, the friend in question is a super nice guy. We like the same music and have the same dark sense of humor. I consider him a friend and that's it. At one point, after several drinks, he came up to me and asked to speak with me in private. He told me my boyfriend was a jerk and that I should dump him. I asked why he would say this about his friend and he couldn't tell me why. My boyfriend had some quirks that aren't my favorite characteristics of him, but all things considered, they are very minor issues and we've talked about it before. I can only assume this is what the friend was referring to. I very kindly brought the conversation to an end and we went back to the group and hardly spoke the rest of the night. To be honest, I was a little hurt by this. Later that night, he texted me and said that he had a crush on me and told me to leave my boyfriend again. When he was sober, he said he was sorry and that he was just drunk and he didn't mean it. I didn't respond and I'm feeling a lot of things right now. I'm angry at myself because I genuinely don't know if I did something to suggest I was into him. I don't know if I let him on somehow by accident or something like that. I am very much not interested in him, but do value our friendship. That is, up until now. I'm not sure how to go about this. Should I tell my boyfriend about what happened, as well as the text messages that I received? I don't want to turn them against each other, but I feel like it would be disloyal to my boyfriend to not tell him. What if he were to find out about this from somebody else? I don't want him to think that I'm hiding it from him. I'm worried how he will react as well. I've decided to go no contact with this individual, and low contact in group settings with the friend for the time being. But if there are any better ways to tackle this, I am open to suggestions. What should I do? I gotta be honest, if I was in your situation, I would 100% tell your boyfriend about this. Think about it for a second. This guy is saying that you should break up with your boyfriend just so you can get with him. I don't care if he was drunk or not. That's so inappropriate. If I was your boyfriend, I would want to know if some guy was coming on to my girlfriend. It doesn't matter if there's going to be some kind of upheaval in the group. This needs to be known. Just ignoring it and saying, oh, maybe if I just put it off, this will probably solve itself, is legitimately only going to cause more problems. Your boyfriend deserves to know about his supposed friend trying to actively sabotage his relationship with you because hiding that just to spare his feelings is only going to cause problems. Like, this guy is not your friend. He does not have your best interest in mind, nor does he have your boyfriend's best interest in mind. I mean, flip the script for a second. If some girl came up to your boyfriend and said that he should break up with you just so he could get with her, don't you think you 
you would be just a little bit upset about the situation. So personally, if I was in your situation, I would get everything together. I would take screenshots of that conversation and I would be prepared to share this with my boyfriend because he deserves to know and he has every right to know which one of his friends is actively trying to sabotage his relationship. Because honestly, anything less than telling him is going to cause some major problems later down the line. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.